So Matt and I didn't record a podcast episode this week because Matt is skiing in Breckenridge, Colorado. But I I, I kind of want to share an update anyways because, I don't know, I just felt like I had so much to share <laughs> this week that even if it was a solo episode, it still be better than nothing. So if you if you prefer Matt, Matt plus Peter episodes and you don't want to listen to me just ramble <clears throat> on my own, that's totally fine. I won't be offended, but I'm going to share my update anyways and get it, get it recorded here. So uh, if one day I decide to go back and listen to it, I can, I can hear what I was up to at this point. Um, so uh, yeah, that's what we're going to do. This week was very exciting because Bjorn and I uh, invited the first few users into reform and so it, it was that was yesterday we have two people um that we know pretty well that that signed up so they they could sign up and start working on their forms but they couldn't actually publish these forms um, and they won't be able to un- until next week but still i just like i was actually surprised about how awesome it felt to finally have someone else create an account and actually log in on their own and start building a form they still have like placeholder forms that are in real forms but one of them uploaded their logo and when i saw that it was kenneth from slip.so and he he put his logo on a form and i don't know what it was but it just just made me so excited like seeing I, we've been working on this for for a little bit now and i've seen i've seen reforms with the Savical logo because that was like kind of like a placeholder logo we used <laughs> in the early days and i've seen it with our own logo and with the branch logo because that was you know you're just like uploading the the when you're testing it you're just using like the three pngs you have in your download folder right but seeing it with someone else's logo just felt so cool i can't explain what it was but it just felt really awesome and I'm sure like people that have apps like this can relate to to the feeling of that. Um, so that was like that was a really big milestone for us. And it I I looked at our GitHub history and our first commit, which was <laughs> titled install Laravel, was twenty-two days before uh, yesterday so before we invited in the first users and i just i think that's a pretty good turnaround time and it means that probably within a month like we'll have built something that's that's ready for people to actually use on real forms and i mean it it would be difficult to do it faster if we wanted to test anything real right like we could have built something simpler but it wouldn't have been a, a cool tool like it's it's a pretty nice tool already, even though it's very basic. And I'm going to talk a bit about how we cut scope um, on this one. But yeah, I just I've honestly to pat ourselves on the shoulder, like I just or bag wherever you pat yourself. I just I feel like that's a pretty awesome turnaround time that we were able to get it out so quickly. And I I think within a week we'll it'll be like fully ready for people to actually use it, even though it's still very basic. Yeah, so I can talk a bit about sort of like the state of the app right now. So the form builder is working and it's 
we we cut the scope a little bit like one thing we planned to do was having keyboard shortcuts so you could navigate the form builder entirely with your keyboard you can still do that by tapping basically but you can't use the keyboard shortcuts because we we had to cut scope on those and they were crucial to like validating this idea obviously um but it's working and i honestly feel like it's pretty slick it's uh we spent some time before building the actual app just like playing around with the idea for how the form builder should work and and the re- end result is, is pretty close to that and um yeah it's 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 very simple it's like got drag and drop and you can like there's like a little settings drop down for each field but it it's very like the form builder is very much styled like the form looks so it's almost like a live preview basically and then we have like a side pane that you can enable or toggle where you can upload your logo you can configure the thank you page the colors um there's so many things to like just the colors because we don't want you to have to pick like five different colors but we still need like kind of like accents and stuff like that for you know when you have a hover state or the focus ring around a text field and stuff like that but i I feel like we we found a pretty good or this part actually mostly bjorn found some pretty good solutions to those things um so we right now you actually just pick one color and then we we kind of figure out if you need the text to be i think oh you can you can you can set you, you pick two colors one for the text and one for the primary color and then we kind of like calculate a lighter version for hover states and and stuff like that so it's working pretty good so far the forms technically they do render but you can't submit them um so we 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 we're going to get that um shipped next week i think but it was something we had to decide this week like what are we going to prioritize and we ended up prioritizing getting everything else besides actually like taking a form live um prioritizing that because we wanted to give people a feel of like how do how the product feels when they use it um and today bjorn shipped a preview feature where you can it's basically the same as rendering the form, but it, you can't submit it, and there's no like logic or security or any like concerns because you're just logged in and it's just a preview. So with that, it like it feels pretty like you can get a pretty good sense of how the app works just from that, even though you can't take submissions. The whole submissions part work as well. Like there's an overview of all your submissions, and it was a fun thing to build as well because we didn't want to ship from day one with like an like everything being 100 configurable but we still wanted to be sort of clever about how we show stuff but it's always strange like we don't know if you have 100 fields or three fields like so how much are we going to put in that table where you can see your submissions um and we we try to be clever and like so if you have an emailed field or a name field, like we try to show them over like some random text field in your form just to make it easy to get like an overview. So that's kind of like where the form builder is at right now. Um, I'm glad we decided to prioritize just the preview part because the rendering part felt like a really kind of like intimidating thing to build, even though it's sort of built <laughs> if you know the URL, but it it just felt slightly intimidating but building the preview was something we could just 
I think Bjorn built it in like one and a half hours earlier today. And, and it, it actually, cause we, we actually didn't want people to put a form live today and it's Friday. And like, if people did that and then it's the weekend and if something goes wrong, like we actually, we just wanted them to build, we wanted the, uh, them to build a form and see how it looked to get a feel for it. And the preview kind of solved that. So that's why we prioritized that. And I'm glad we did because now and I, now it feels like it's Friday afternoon and we have a sort of almost finished product, except you can't go live for the form, which is something we'll get done next week, right? So feel pretty good about that and kind of like how we cut the scope. It's very limited in terms of the different field types, um, which is something we'll, we'll add fields soon as soon as people need them um but i think i feel like we have enough you can get like an idea of how the form builder works and build very simple forms but um like we don't even have multiple choice right now um so obviously like that's something we need pretty soon we also don't have any integrations and email notifications anything like that but we have the the core working and it's like it, it works well. It's something we can build upon and it, it also looks good. So I feel good about where we're at with that. Um, yeah, so Bjorn is actually coming over to our house in like an hour or so. We're going to celebrate how far we got this week and uh, yeah, just have a beer and chat about like what what's going to happen next. And I'm kind of excited about that. I feel like we need... <laughs> We need to take a break and and celebrate a little bit because we worked a lot in the past month or month and a half. I don't remember the last time I worked this hard, and it's 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 been a it's been something for sure. Um, yeah, we um, it's it's kind of weird because it's like it's a big milestone especially next week once people can actually go live with their forms that's that was sort of our overall goal like a month ago was like how how can we like what's the fastest way we can we can just get something in people's hands and and then it's like what's the next step like what (laughs) what's the next big milestone um the way we try to think about it is like what's the next thing we want to learn like and i think what we hope to learn now is is if the what we have right now is even useful to people and if they're willing to if they're willing to use it um feels like people are at least they're they're telling us that they're definitely willing to use it but also some of the i want to say dynamics by like some of the things that we we've been worrying about is like is there a timing aspect we have to think about like people have to be ready to create a form like they can't just like they can't just come up with an idea for a form and just ship it. Like they probably need like some sort of real use case or have a need. So like how long on average does it take before someone needs a form? Like there's a lot of these kind of like dynamics we need to learn now that we actually have a product that people can use. Like how hard is it actually going to be for us to get people to use it and, and, and become customers of it? Yeah, I also, I wanted to, talk about some of the challenges um because i feel like that's important um what i just described is like that's my number one worry is like how 
how are we actually going to get people to use it? We have our early access list. I don't feel like the early access list is long enough that we can just rely on that. So there's going to be some hustle involved as well, I think. But the idea is to just like I have like a handful of people or a few handfuls of people on that list that I kind of know a little bit more um, or that I know from Twitter or even my friends. So I think I'm going to start with those people and just talk to them and 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 get them to try the product that's how we already are doing it right now but it's still scary it's like it's something i worry about a lot is like you can kind of like imagine like you just send out the email it's like hey it's ready like you can come you can try it now and then what if no one does that it's like that's gonna feel really bad and bjorn and i had a few conversations about this like we need to prepare ourselves for like like we we're having like we're it's this burst of energy right now where we're just churning this product out but now that we're getting close to the version one it's like then it's like we we can't control the timing anymore like we just don't know how hard it's going to be for to get people to use it and it's not going to be the same splash launch as when we announced it on twitter and got like whatever you know eighty thousand people saw our tweet or something like that like it's going to be like there's probably going to be it's probably going to be very slow and it's going to be really dissatisfying and and annoying and scary and it's going to feel like it's it's a fiasco because like you send a link to people and then they take like three days before they even log in and then like so we're just really like bracing or preparing ourselves for like that it's going to be slow and it's going to not be very like it's going to be like a stressful time um but hopefully that's like the worst case and hopefully people will try it and be excited and and ask for features and and yeah just be like want, wanting to use it so um we've had a lot of technical challenges as well obviously and when we when we started this project like i've always been using laravel and hosting it on like my own servers on DigitalOcean using laravel forge but this time we really wanted something managed. So we looked around and we kind of landed on the DigitalOcean app platform, which it's pretty awesome. The only thing is it's been really slow to deploy. So it's that's kind of annoying. And um, we've had some weird, like there's just some weird things about like a managed platform like that, that we, and it's all like container based, right? Like that we didn't, that we weren't used to from branch, for example, which is hosted on our own server. So one example was like um, we we invited in Derek Reimer who who's in my mastermind as well, and and he was he logged into the app and started building a form and then either Bjorn or I deployed and he he was locked out of the app and apparently we had Laravel by default is set to use files uh, for session storage. But obviously, when you're like in a containerized environment, <laughs> you can't just rely on the file system for your sessions. So then I spent all the evening like trying to figure out like how to spin up Redis and DigitalOcean on the app platform and, and getting sessions to use Redis instead. And I, I finally figured it out. But it's been like every day there's been a version of that of like trying to figure out how something works. Um, feel good about it now, but considered that it's supposed to be managed like 
like it so far it's been more work that i'm used to from just using laravel forge and DigitalOcean. but i think going forward it's going to be worth it that it's managed um i'm looking at my notes right now and under challenges like i <laughs> it kind of feels like i put time i have time pressure there and it kind of feels like i put it in three different versions but so obviously like time pressure is something that i'm I'm feeling a lot. It's like we had a really successful announcement on Twitter of this idea and we we were really excited to actually execute on it. And it's like you had all this buzz and like all these people were excited about your idea, but then you didn't have the product. So you have nowhere to send them and you have nothing to give them. So it's been stressful the whole time to like try to figure out, okay, like, how quickly can we get this done like because you also don't want to build something that's really bad in a week and then send it to people and then they hate it and you kind of like blew it right um another thing that kind of adds time pressure is the kind of like our financial situation um so we still have runway left from the funding we've taken from branch and thankfully our investors thought um that working on a reform was a good idea but it would be nice to start making some money on it as well so we can get closer to that profitable profitable profitability milestone i guess um yeah i've also been worrying a lot about like how to actually onboard people like should i should i try to get on a call with them it's like i think some of these things like i'm kind of burned by my experience with branch because like you learn these things like you should just get on a call with people but the the thing is like when you have a product like branch and your customers are developers that are introverted and they're super busy working at an agency like they don't want to get on a call with you and it's like as soon as you were like hey yeah awesome like let's get on a call it's like they were like no like why why are you asking me to get on a call i just want to use your thing so I know that I should be getting on calls with people. And I think the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to like make it optional. Like, so if there's someone out there who has a use case for reform right now and wants to get on a call, like I would love that. I would love to get on a call with you, but I don't want to try to force anyone to do it. Actually, the ongoing strategy for this thing is not to get on a call with people. Like it's for them to be like, we want people to be able to sign up on their own. Right. So I think it's valuable as well to take the time to like actually figure out like some sort of onboarding flow and like fix stuff that doesn't work. Like it's easy to be lazy when you're just doing calls because you can just on the call tell people, no, that that button doesn't work. Like click this instead, right? And instead of actually fixing that. Um, so I kind of... I'm leaning towards just sending people a link to sign up and just do it on their own. And then based on that, like <laughs> see uh, how it went <laughs> um, and kind of like evaluate based on that. Um, I know I should get on calls and I, so I'm not opposed to getting on calls. I just, I don't want to turn people off by like trying to get them on a call when they just want to build a freaking form. Like it shouldn't require a call, right? That's kind of how I feel about it overall like i i've i just i feel pretty optimistic today <laughs> it changes every day literally but 
I don't know, some I was talking to someone who's someone he's pretty known in our bootstrapper community. And he's someone that I would be honored to have him as a customer because he's some like, you know, I've read his book and um just just a good guy and, and I was asking him like if he if he wanted to try it or if he and and if he had a use case for it. Um and he said something that I've heard so many times is like yeah we we use form like we need forms for all th- sorts of things like all the time and t- like in some way like it kind of freaks me out that everyone says that because it's like yeah but then why isn't there a better way <laughs> to create forms already and or like what like what's do you have like are your expectations for what we're building too high like you think we're just gonna you know fix everything possible thing about forms and it's just going to be 100% awesome right um but at the same time like kind of like the vibe I got was like like there's going to be so many there's going to be so many little moments in time where someone that we can reach in some fashion needs a form and they can try reform for that form like there's so many times that someone needs a form compared to like there's so many times where there's not so many times where people need like a deployment solution for wordpress it's they probably already have one right but it made me optimistic and i think we've already like created enough buzz that there's there's quite a lot of people out there now that's that's had they have heard about reform and when they need a form next time hopefully they'll consider it and it might be different ways why they couldn't use it like like it couldn't like the missing features integration stuff like that but at least i think for now like we're top of mind for for enough people that we we can maybe get this thing sort of off the ground combined with like asking our friends to use it and 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 switch to it and stuff like that yeah one thing i am considering is like (laughs) on uh, art of product um ben ornstein called it the Derek reimer patented um reserve your handle play whatever and so we have that actually because when you when you go to the url for a form it's the kind of like your organization's um slug slash the slug of your form so for for the reform early access form it'd be something like slash reform slash early access right so it actually would make sense to let people reserve their handle or at least like make them aware that if they sign up now and build a form like they they'll get their handle um but at the same time i need to ask derek about it because i don't want everyone to just sign up and not activate but squat the handle so we need some sort of way to control that but yeah so derek has done it a few times now so i i should definitely talk to him about it um yeah, I also want to talk about branch a little bit. It's been honestly a real challenge lately, um, especially last week. Like it was really, I felt really bad about the whole situation. I talked about it on the podcast last week that I didn't know what to do with it, um, but didn't want to sell it. Um, right? Like since we recorded that podcast i just got swamped in support and last week at least i spent like an hour every night after i was done with working on reform the entire day 
And, you know, I was done with family time and dinner time and cleanup time. Then it was like an hour at least of just stuff that didn't work for branch and like people that were upset about spending days like trying to get stuff to work but running into like weird issues and it made me feel really bad because normally we would just fix it but right now it's like like branch is just not it's we're just not able to prioritize it right now because it's not it's it's not going to be what we're doing you know going forward like we're we're betting on reform now and it's so like the, the you know the hour i have a night before i go to bed that i would really prefer to spend on something else like all I, like the best i can do is like you know answer support emails and come up with like some sort of like temporary solution or apologize whatever but i don't really have time or energy or resources to fix the fix the root causes and we shipped a really big update to branch <laughs> before like just around new year's and kind of like our approach when we did that was basically you know like one example is like there's not an edit edit button for some of the stuff that we shipped because we're like let's ship it as quickly as possible and then if someone needs an edit button we'll just you know work on getting that feature ready right but then we kind of like put the brakes on it and then now like people are in my email asking for an edit edit button and it's like it's like not my priority right now to figure out how to edit some weird data model (laughs) thing on branch right that talks to your hosting provider and stuff like that like it's just not something i can spend a week working on right now and it's really frustrating so really strongly considered actually just shutting it down for new signups obviously taking care of the existing customers but it's just a tough decision and it's I mean, even just the past few days, like we got a few new customers and it's, it's honestly, it's runway as well for reform. So it's, it's a tough one. I talked to my mastermind about it and they were pretty set on me just shutting it down. But, and I think that's what I'm probably going to do, but I don't know. Every time I get a notification that there's a new customer, I kind of don't want to shut it down. Right. (laughs) I'm sure people have been in this situation before and can relate it's it's not easy um yeah but now it's the weekend and uh, in an hour Bjorn's coming over for a beer and then tomorrow i'm gonna drive up to my cabin and actually gonna start working on a little annex that we need there and i honestly can't wait to not think about if if it's even possible to think about forms or WordPress deployments for a day or two and just work on the annex and dig some holes for the foundation and go to the DIY store and buy some lumber and stuff like that. And honestly, that's like all I need right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I talked for half an hour now, I think. And um, yeah, I just wanted to get an update out and I just kind of like wanted to record our progress and where we're at um and if anyone is still listening thank you for (laughs) taking the time and listening to me (laughs) if if you have any thoughts let me know if you have a use case for reform and you want to try it hit me up on twitter if you if you want to get on a call and like 
get onboarded that that would be awesome as well but i don't think like it's not it's not a requirement as i described earlier yeah i think that's enough but uh i think matt will be back next week and we'll have a normal episode yeah have a nice weekend bye